excited to be back for another Sunday solo ep. I obviously, if you have been following on Instagram, got back from Tulum this week. So I want to give you a Tulum recap as part of my life update. Uh, we were, gonna, we're obviously going to start with our smart and superficial tip of the week. And then the question I'm going to answer today is how to deal with with rejection and how to deal with MBA rejection is the question that was asked, but I want to dive into sort of how I've approached it generally. So we can start with that. But with that being said, welcome back to the show. I've been really enjoying doing these solo episodes and you guys are really liking them too. So thank you for the support and for the love. I have the two cozy giveaway winners. I've been, I'm going to, I'm emailing you guys because You sent me your emails and then I realized, oh my God, I can't announce a winner's entire email address on the podcast. So if you won, you should have received an email. If not, you're still entered to win from here on out. So as long as your email is updated in there, then you have the chance of winning. So love you guys. Thank you so much. Okay. So to start off our smart and superficial tips of the week, my smart tip of the week is the Not Another Business podcast. So this is from KJ Miller, who is the founder of Mented Cosmetics, and she was on the show recently, and I got to really talk to her about her experience building a business. She went to Harvard undergrad, Harvard Business School, and then built Mented, which is a multi-million dollar business. They raised venture capital, blah, blah, blah. She's the CEO. It's been six years. Like She knows her shit, so it's really fun to listen to as well because it's not sort of just like super bro-y. So definitely check that out if you're more of a, a business-minded girly. I haven't really had the chance to be reading anything or anything like that. I really just have been running around like a chicken with my head cut off because uh, things are just so busy and it's honestly making me a little bit nervous. Uh, but I know I'm on a new journey of learning how to balance my time and learning how to prioritize better. So I'll keep you guys updated with any advice that I have for those types of things. And my superficial tip of the week is the Violette France cream and the Dew eye patches. I was introduced to this cream and what's great about it is that it's multifunctional and that's what I really like about creams like this. But then I ended up working with this company and the ingredients list and the history behind the years that it took for them to create this product have made it really like exciting for me to use. So it's a cream that you can use uh, anywhere on your body if you need to. I have really bad sensitive skin, so I have eczema and stuff like that. So I like using it for things like that. But additionally, you can use it as a mask or you can use it as an eye cream under the dew patches or you can use it just as a moisturizer. And so I love it because it's softer and goes on more like I I like to say like a a velvety finish as opposed to something like the Summer Fridays jet lag mask, which you guys know I love, but that one's a really thick one and it's like really like intense and which is great for like the winter, but when you need like a good mask in the summer, the Violette one is really good for that. So I'll link it in the show notes per usual, but I really like that one. Next up, let's get into the life update. So before the last time I talked to you guys was when I was heading to Tulum for my first MBA trip and we talked about making friends and stuff like that and so I headed to Tulum we were there for three days and three nights and it was a really good time I documented all of it on TikTok so if you are curious the vlogs are up on TikTok so you'll want to check those out but I think the biggest takeaway from it was that b-school is going to be a lot of talking, networking, chatting, having friends, social stuff, 
and that like there's always oh it's just so crazy so I'll just do it day by day day one I got there I was a little nervous because like I said the people that I met who invited me I only really know them from a few conversations we had during admit weekend like we're not besties or anything like that so I was a little nervous and I almost like didn't make it to the welcome party because I was so nervous and anxious that like it wasn't going to be a good time and that no one was going to talk to me but Every time I have that fear, I had it again last night. I went to an event last night that I was so nervous about going to because I was going to be alone. But I have to remember, like, all you have to do when you're going into these events alone is be confident and strike up a conversation with one person that leads to the next person that leads to the next person. And you all, it always is fine. It's always way easier than you think it's going to be. So got to the welcome party and ran into a girl who I had also met at the admit weekend. And she was so nice to me. And we sort of became like buddies for the night and for the whole weekend. And she was so fun. Like she's one of those people. It was so funny because she was like, I know we're going to be friends. And I was like, yeah, we definitely are. And what I recognized from this whole weekend, my biggest takeaway is that you are always going to be able to find your people, first of all. But second of all, not everybody's your people, and that's okay. Because when I first got to Tulum and I was on the bus from, so if you don't know, Cancun is the airport you fly into, but Tulum is a two-hour drive from Cancun. Very ghetto in my opinion. But you, when I was on that bus, there wasn't anybody who I, like, really clicked with. And obviously, it's, like, a five-second thing. It's not really, like, I don't get to, like, sit and learn all these people's life stories. And I was only with the people in the front and not in the back. But I didn't feel an immediate connection with anyone. And that really scared me because I was, like, was this a mistake for me to come out here, you know? I only know these two people. And they have all their friends. And all their friends stayed in this pre, pre-house and stuff together. And they don't know me, blah, blah, blah. But... I realized just because those people on the bus were not my people doesn't mean something's wrong with me. It just means that, like, I have a certain type of person I like to hang hang out with and connect with who, like, understands life on the same wavelength as me. And if you're not on that, that's nothing's wrong with you, nothing's wrong with me. It's just different. And I'm really happy that I learned that lesson before I went to before I fully started school because I think I would have internalized other people's opinions of me or felt like I was a bad person for not liking everybody if I didn't learn or be reminded of that lesson because I haven't been in a sort of school setting with my newfound confidence or with the career I have or with the experience I've had so it was a little stressful for me to be like oh my god what am I going to do here? So I'm really happy about that. And it made me excited to get to school and chat with people and think about, like I said to you guys last week in the last episode, like, do I like these people or do they, or do they like me is not the question, but like, do I like these people and not feeling bad for not liking everybody? Like, I don't want to please everybody. I know that some people are for me and I know other people are not for me. So that was the first part. Then the next day we had a pool day, which was really fun. And then we went out in Tulum and uh, it was really cute. Uh, I wore the cutest blue set from Revolve. You guys were obsessed with it. Everyone was like, that's your color. And I was like, oh my God, it really is my color. Like in the summer, I do like to pop out with a colorful vacation fit. You know what I mean? I'm still a neutral girl through and through, but it did have me reconsidering. Like, do I need to be wearing color more? 
I my issue is I feel like once I wear color once I cannot wear it again and it's a problem mentally it really is so that's what I'm gonna be using like by rotation I don't know if you guys have heard of this app before but it's essentially like a peer-to-peer clothing rental app where you can wear other like you can basically put something that's in your closet up for rent somebody can order it um, or rent it for like $20 a day, let's say, and it's like a $500 dress. But that means like it's not sitting in your closet collecting dust, but also somebody else gets to use it. And like you are also making money on your closet. So I'm setting up my profile with them so you guys can rent out my closet. And also I am going to start using them for more special occasions because I just like don't like buying a $300 dress and never wearing it again. Like that House of CB dress I bought, I told you guys I loved wearing it, but it's like now that it's been posted everywhere, am I going to wear it again? Not for another year. So I'm putting it on by rotation and you guys can rent it out. All right. Um, so I guess I don't want to jump too much into the Tulum recap because I kind of recapped all of it on TikTok and I feel like I'm just being redundant at this point. But it, I shared my main takeaway, which is like when it comes to making friends, it's about who you want to be friends with, not who wants to be friends with you because your people will always be attracted to you. You know what I mean? And you don't need to be worried about what other people think or say about it. If it's not for you, it's not for you. And don't apologize for that. Okay, next up, let's jump into the question of the week that I decided to pull. I put on Instagram, I said, hey guys, make it juicy. And I'm not getting anything juicy. You guys are just asking me questions about how to improve yourselves. Like the good, too smart for this listeners that you are. Okay. This girl said how to deal with rejection, specifically MBA rejection. So MBA rejection. I was rejected from Harvard Business School, obviously. And at the time it was sad because my two friends who I was applying with, they both got into HBS and they are going to HBS. And a lot of, and I had done my program at HBS. Like I did um, SVMP, which is like where you live for a week, like an MBA student at Harvard. And so I was like, it's Harvard or nothing. Like, I obviously want to go to Harvard. It's like a dream to go to Harvard. And I couldn't be happier that I didn't get in to Harvard because I know I would have went for the name, but I knew I know the culture now looking back, the culture of Harvard is not somewhere I would want to be, especially compared to Wharton. Now, no shades. Anybody goes to Harvard. I completely understand it. But from what I've seen, I just know Wharton's culture is much better for me as a person. Again, it's not about who likes you. It's about if you like them. And I wasn't thinking about culture or community when I was looking at Harvard. I was thinking about prestige. And now, and at that point, that's what I wanted. But now, culture and community is very important to me. And that's my main goal. Now I'm going to where I know I belong. And every time you get rejected from something you will down the line know that it was for a reason every rejection is simply redirection and I know that it's really annoying to hear that in the moment especially if you're young and especially if you put everything like riding on this situation but the truth of the matter is you what you what's meant for you also wants you What's not meant for you is not playing games with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like with guys or with relationships. I know a lot of you guys deal with like dating struggles and I can't talk too much about it. But when I'm on the outside looking in, it's like, why do you want someone who doesn't want you or who doesn't care about you or who isn't excited to have you? You know, if that's not how 
you feel when you're around someone, then it's not your person. Like I still to this day with Jeff, like both of us are obsessed with each other and that's how it should be. You should never be feeling like, oh my gosh, this person or this situation or this job doesn't want me so I'm not worthy or it doesn't ever have something to do with your worthiness. It's simply a matter of attraction to attraction and if the attraction isn't there, then you don't want it anyway. I think I saw this clip of Shay Mitchell saying this recently where she was talking about men and she was like, if you can take him from me, he's yours. And that's how I feel about every sort of rejection, which is like, if it's not for me, then something else that is for me is going to feel a lot better. And it always makes sense like a year later, like a year or two later, you're going to be like, oh, I understand why I didn't get into this MBA program. And it wasn't because I'm not good enough because your worth has nothing to do with your test scores or your MBA application or where you go to school. That is not where your worth comes from. It's your intrinsic worth as a human being. All of us have it. So it's not what it's about. What it's about is actually what is meant for you in that moment and you the lessons that you're meant to learn while you're on this planet. So I feel like with rejection, it's hard in the moment and it's going to feel like shit and you're going to have a little bit of like sadness and that's completely normal. Let yourself feel that. But don't associate it with your worth to start off. And second, remember, especially in the moment when it's hard, especially when you're feeling stressed and sad about something, that this is simply for the greater good of whatever you're meant to experience here. Because like I said, if it's not meant for you, it wouldn't happen for you. And I find that to be really helpful to think about in times of frustration. But I do understand how scary it can feel when the whole plan you have for your life has completely changed and you don't feel like it's going to make sense anymore. I mean, I felt that way with lots of different things in my life from job rejections to internships to things that are just so difficult to materialize, but you always are like, oh, I'm so glad that didn't happen. But in the moment, you just have to remember that and let yourself feel it. Because if you don't let yourself feel things and it builds up in other ways that are really not healthy and not exciting. So that's my tips on dealing with rejection. This person had a follow-up, which was any tips for thriving personally and professionally post-grad. The answer is that it's a fucking roller coaster. It is not going to be, you're not going to thrive the whole time because at the end of the day, like those few years, I guess I'm three years post-grad now, I had a great first year where I was learning a lot personally, but professionally, I was like, I was also learning a lot, but it was hard for me because you're never really prepared for what post-grad brings you. The number one thing I'll say is to, up until this point in your life, you have relied on structure and relied on other people's opinions of you and things like grades or test scores, et cetera, to define who you are as a person. That goes all out the window the second you enter the corporate real world. There is no, it doesn't matter how good you are, it matters how good you are with people. And it matters how political you are in a lot of situations. It doesn't really matter your numbers or how smart you are. It's about how well you play a game. And I think that was the hardest thing for me to learn because I was expecting for things to be a meritocracy and I was expecting to be fulfilled by my job and for my worth to come from what I was producing, and those things don't happen. So the number one thing you can do is build a really strong relationship with yourself 
That includes self-reflection, like journaling or having a strong night routine or setting small goals for building your own community, like going out once a week to meet new people or joining a book club, things like that, that help you recognize that your worth is not outside of you, but rather within you. And so I think that's your number one thing you can do. And it's going to be hard. You're going to have moments where you're like, what the hell is going on? Or you're not going to pay a bill on time and you're going to be stressed about it. But as long as you know that you're building a strong relationship with yourself, that's all that really matters. So with that being said, that is our Sunday solo for the week. Once again, leave your email in the link in our show notes to be entered to win a too cozy robe. I am so excited. Uh, This weekend, I'm going to Martha's Vineyard for the 4th of July, and I'm really excited because I've never been before, and it's like the black mecca, allegedly. So I'm ready to go. I can't wait. If you guys are going to be there, I don't know if you'll listen to this before, but let me know. I... I'm so excited and make sure you're following on Instagram so that you can be alerted next time we have a little Q&A. And with that being said, I love you guys so much. And don't forget, you are too smart to not love yourself.